Hi everyone, welcome to the Samantha K Experience. I'm your host, Samantha K, and this is the last episode of the season, season one, episode 20. And today we're going to be discussing uh, selling Sunset and selling Tampa. There are two different reality shows that are featured on Netflix. So the show started off with Selling Sunset, which is a real estate um, reality show. And there's this bunch of ladies that are in real estate and they work out in California where it's bright and sunny, <laughs> bright and sunny. <laughs> yes, bright and sunny. And basically, you know, they sell all of these million dollar houses um, to a lot of um, well-off people to be exact. Um, you know, so far the, that particular show runs about four seasons. Actually, no, it's not about, it is four seasons. I stand corrected. And I've watched every episode thus far. Um, the reason why I I have to admit that I started watching the show was I um, like one of the girls that's on the show. Her name is Chriselle Staus. And she used to be on All My Children. So back in like the late 90s, early 2000s, somewhere around there, uh, she started working on All My Children, which is now, unfortunately, and now... Um, defunct soap opera that uh showed here in the states um usually it used to come on at one o'clock if you live on the east coast um at 1 p.m it was like you know one of the more popular shows aside from general hospital and one life to live which is also now defunct um soap opera that used to come on at two o'clock so the soaps um used to come on from one to three well, one to four, excuse me. And so she was on All My Children. Her, her character's name was Amanda Dillon. So when I heard that she was going to be on the show, I was like, oh, sweet. Let me see what this show is all about. Now, I have to be honest with you. I'm not really into reality shows like that. It's, reality TV shows are not really my thing. But for some reason... I have to admit that I really wanted to watch this show because I wanted to see, you know, how comfortable some of these, you know, famous people live and the houses are very beautiful. I, I guess I have a taste for a little bit of design slash, uh, architecture. Well, mainly because I, um, on my downtime, once in a while, I play the Sims game for a computer and I like building the houses. I feel like I like building the houses more than I actually like making the characters themselves. It's just something about creating creating um, things from, from scratch, especially like the house, like trying to figure out, you know, how to construct the stairs if you want to make like a patio, like a deck, and then, you know, figuring out what to lay down the, the uh, foundation and all that other stuff and and whatnot. So I think for me, it was a little bit of like, oh, I wanna see how how big these houses are. And a lot of them are on, on the hill. So it's like, just to see how they have all of these like big windows and you know pools and 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 
just a lot of light that comes into these rooms and some of these rooms are like really huge so it's just i'm just more curious as to see how the you know the one percent sort of lives in that spectrum also it's good to see some of the the clothes that the girls wear like a lot of the girls wear very nice dresses and shoes which i can never fit into but overall i like to see like them do a little bit of getting the deals set up you know the houses go into escrow and i think the more and more that i started watching the show i started thinking like hey maybe this would be something that i might be interested in the future but you know doing myself so i started to get that that feeling like maybe hey maybe i can do something like that so i started watching the show and i was like okay i like it um the selling sunset has all of these group of women nice beautiful women and the show is run by twin brothers named jason and brett and uh the firm is called the opera the oppenheim group and they have like all of these beautiful houses that they sell to this this high price clientele and it's really fun to watch the show like just to see i don't think there was ever an episode where it was not sunny you know there was always like bright and and um sunny and full of colors i think it also brings a lot with the drama that is on the show like there's like in the beginning of the series i remember seeing like there was like a group like a two two group thing like there was like a us versus them type of thing and a lot of the um animosity that's going on in the show is based off of things that were um that took place during the first season with um this girl named christine and her friend mary well her former friend named mary and um Chriselle. Chriselle was like the new girl on the block. Uh, she just came in. She had gotten her her real estate license and everything, and she's just starting. And at the time, Chriselle was uh, married to um, I don't want to put his name out, but well, he's famous too, is uh, Justin Hartley. But then, as time progressed, you know, things didn't work out, you know, with them for whatever reason. And I feel like with Christine um watching the show and trying to analyze everything that was going on of course every every show or every reality show must have like the resident bad girl like the one that no one gets along with for whatever reason and i think that's portrayed <laughs> very well uh by christine um i have to say i don't know any of these people in real life i really don't but it's just what is being portrayed on screen like i think for me it's not really fair to say that i I could say like you know a good chunk of the things that she did or said were really her fault like i mean how can i put this i don't want to really focus too much on the drama but of course i have to talk about the drama i feel like when someone starts at a new job and you already consider one of the top people that work there and the person is maybe very nice and 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 maybe even shy i'm not saying 100 that chrishella is a shy person 
maybe she's shy in the sense that she's not going to be like very extroverted um you know the sense of attention kind of person but i've oftentimes find that when someone new starts a job and they kind of start off rather timid because they don't really know the surroundings they don't know how to interact with people just yet they're still trying to get their feet wet and understanding what there is to know about the job that they're hired for you know still trying to figure out what these people are like um before they they started working there and maybe even you know if there's anything that they should look out for which is stand one of the mill standard for practically any job that you work for you're going to want to know the ins and outs of what it takes to be on these particular jobs now i feel like in the beginning that you know christine really didn't give chrishell a fair shake like i felt like because she was the new girl and even she stated this in the first season that because she was the new girl i think she felt that she had to it was her duty to probably intimidate chrishell to see how far she can um take things and i feel like that's really a bad start um to get to know someone like i'm not saying that you're going to be best friends with someone at the job because to be honest i don't like the whole idea of mixing business with pleasure in the first place but i know it happens and it happens often and you, you know sometimes you can't help how you feel towards another person especially if you're working in close proximity with them however what i do would you know think that if someone starts on the job you know you want to put your best foot forward and treat the person with as much respect as you want to be given not you know sit there and throw shade at the person or you know bring up certain things that might be offensive to that person like i remember the first season was like really you know had a lot of the drama because you know it, she kind of put it out there that she didn't really like Rochelle and she noticed that Mary and Rochelle were getting close only because it was discovered that you know people were pretty much insinuating that uh that Mary's then um boyfriend um oh my god I can't even believe I forgot his name already and he, he's like one of my favorite characters on the show well it was assumed that that you know he might not been ready to marry Mary at that particular time and basically on um it wasn't Christine that that said this but um one of the other girls had brought up the topic to Crochelle and from way how the way how it was interpreted to the audience when Crochelle was asked what she felt about it Crochelle honestly said that she didn't know you know Romaine and Mary enough for them to to make an assessment on whether or not you know if he's ready to marry her and it was a, and it was an honest answer it wasn't like she said anything that was really you know negative things only got negative when um what the hell was that, that girl's name um darn i can't remember her name right now but <laughs> she she <laughs> felt <laughs> so bad but she um basically went back and told um Christine and 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 
um, Maya and a few others, a couple of others that Power Cushel was like pretty much talking trash about their relationship and how she was questioning whether or not Romaine would have been, you know, was he really serious about marrying Mary at, at that particular point? And I was like, wait, that's not what she said though. She said she didn't know enough about them to make an assessment like that. I mean, the girl just literally started working there and she went to like one gathering or two where, you know, both of them were together. How could she make an assessment on somebody that she barely knew? And especially the fact that somebody else brought up the topic. So I was like, that was kind of shitty that to, to put that, put that on someone. And when she didn't even say anything and then you know and then they brought out the news at the dinner table to celebrate i think it was mary's birthday and i'm sitting here like christine that was like really low because she brought it up and then the, uh what's the girl's name andrea uh, andrea yeah i think it was, it was andrea or something like that her name is and i'm really sorry if i butcher her name but she was the one that said, he said, but you said so-and-so. I'm like, wait, she never said that. You're the one who was questioning whether or not Mary's um, boyfriend was going to marry her. Like, why would you put the girl and throw the girl under the bus just because you want to be a bitch? So I was like, wow, you see, this is why sometimes being around too many people can be like, who are very catty in that sense that look for drama. So I was like, look at this. Every time get the girl into, into something that she didn't even do. So that was like things to look out for, you know, in season one and, and stuff like that. And of course, the relationship between Mary and, and Christine got really strained. So it was just like to the point where they don't even have a physical friendship anymore. As it was stated in season by season four, it was like they weren't even really talking. And then when Christine had her baby, it just only got incredibly worse from there. It was like, well, she, you know, she it was like little petty things that would happen and I'm like I don't understand how we work in the office like this and you girls are beautiful attractive young women who are like either in your 20s to like maybe late or mid mid 30s you know I don't understand why you guys can't just work it out instead of you know, want to throw shade at somebody. Like, I, I came to work not to sit here and then have these discussions about, oh, Christine said this and Christine said that. I mean, yeah, Christine ain't perfect and Christine said a lot of shit. But, you know, to be completely honest, if you're going to go and you make people's lives miserable because of the... Th well, I want to say make people's lives miserable, but you say certain things and you wonder when somebody doesn't want to be your friend, you can't sit there and then cry about it I mean obviously you've said things to hurt people and it wasn't Chriselle the only one that she targeted um what was the other girl's name the one that just recently got married to um to the guy that was on the tv show she's they she made some off-the-cuff comment and I think to some um some magazine or some article about whether or not uh, this guy was going to marry this other girl and I'm sitting here like why are you so invested in these people whether or not the guy is going to marry this girl or whatever she's so you know far gone that she can't see that this guy's I'm like that's not your business like you're so worrying about stuff like that and you're wondering why somebody doesn't want to be your friend like I feel like you know you can't really have it both ways sis 
but like i said this is a reality tv show so it is designed to probably get ratings and maybe some of these people are really friends in real life but they just need to create a type of drama um in season four uh christine had a baby and congratulations to her and her husband um for having their child um i heard that according to her on the show that she almost died because of um like there was some complications um while she was um giving birth um they said that they couldn't get a uh, pulse at some point and it was kind of scary for her because she had to do i think a c-section if i'm not mistaken and i believe that her blood her blood pressure might have gone down so you know i shout out to her for for making it i i can't even imagine how scary that might have been to feel like you might have died or you and your baby might have died so i i i commend her for for pulling through and i hope everything works out um with her and her husband and and their their you know their young baby their young baby boy um but you know with that being said I honestly there was a moment in season four where I was like really pissed off because um the guys had had a party at um I think one of their houses I believe it was one of (laughs) Jason has many houses apparently like almost every season Jason had a new house I was like okay um he apparently had had a party and they were going to expand um the Oppenheim group and another location and i forgot what they said where the location was going to be i honestly just can't remember right now but they were going to expand and that was their big their big news for the end of the season four but what happened was that i kind of felt was really unfair and i don't like when when people kind of put their mouths in things that don't belong um there was one scene and I have to kind of come for Christine's husband because he wasn't there and he don't know the full story. So there was a scene where Christine showed up late to the event. And basically what happened was she she claimed that she wanted to talk to um, Mary, but Mary was at this point, and I know that Mary, when she get a little drink on, it's like Mary kind of get a little too, a little, like, I want to say wild, but she kind of gets a little, like, aggressive. And I admit that, you know, that's not always a thing that you should do. But I feel like she was at the end of her rope with, um, with Christine, and she just had enough. So when you have people like the new girl like Vanessa coming through and telling her that you know Christine isn't as bad as she thinks she is that you think she is and stuff like that it just kind of makes everything a little bit too you know too much so I kind of understand where Mary was like you know what I'm done like I can't even deal with her anymore at this point like there was moments where Mary said she tried to reach out to her and have like to talk to her and Christine flat out ignored her like she even sent a um an invite to um i think she had a a birthday a birthday party for her dog and as she shares um mary used to date jason just for a little backstory they used to date and they share a dog together so they had a little birthday party for the dog but christine never showed up um 
actually no she did show up my mistake she did show up but she wasn't invited um mary never sent her the invitation now um mary what had heard that christine was um having a baby she sent um christine um a gift for the baby but christine apparently didn't invite her to the baby shower but christine lied and said but it's assumed that christine lied and said that she did invite mary but mary didn't show up i'm like first off i want to make make something kind of clear if you're my friend or we're not really friends like that anymore the decent thing that i would have done would have been like okay well i'm not going to invite this person because quite frankly me and this person are not close and we used to be but you know things have happened and our relationship is strained i'm not going to invite you because of the simple fact is you're going to be sitting there you're going to be like why am i here and now you feel like you owe me um uh, you know you owe me something or whatever have you now i'm not going to invite you but you can't get mad at me for not inviting you to something that I have. I'm like, look, we're not to, we're not hanging out like that. We're not even friends. And when I tried to extend the olive branch to you, you swapped my hand away. So what am I supposed to do at this point? Like, you can't have it both ways, sis. Like, you can't say, oh, well, I'm surprised she didn't show up when you didn't send the girl an invite. And she stated that a couple of times that she said, I sent her a gift for her baby and she never responded she sent her text she said she never responded she called her she never she never picked up the phone so now who's at fault if i if you clearly see me calling you why are you not even responding to my messages or in my text so if i'm leaving a voicemail on your phone and you clearly not getting back to me you obviously seen the missed call you just deleted it and didn't want to act like you ain't you know didn't see it but you're telling everybody else that you know oh well she's not talking to me and i haven't heard from her how can you not hear of course you're not going to hear from somebody if you ignore them like that doesn't make any sense like i didn't understand what what she was trying to say in that in that manner because it sounded like she was just you know spouting bs to me because if somebody flat out said i called you i called you several times i sent you texts I even sent you something for your baby and you never was once reached out and responded not even so much as a thank you. What am I supposed to do at this point? You know? But then the reason why I had an issue with um, Christian, which is Christine's husband, he gonna say um, after she and Mary had their little the little blowout um, blow up at the at the party and Christine started crying and getting like, oh my God, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here um situation and he said oh they're just jealous on my first off this is not about jealousy it's a simple fact that your wife said a lot of shit about people and came for people and done a lot of trifling stuff to be fair she had two three seasons of this bullshit that she's been pulling like she will say something and then she don't think that somebody gonna remember or check her for what she said so let's be clear she's not an angel either i mean regardless of whether or not that you know chrishell or whoever else may have a, a problem with with her or even audra there was even a point where she tried to say 
oh, Audra should have backed her up even if she knew that the, the, what she was saying wasn't true. I'm like, no, sis, that's not how this works. If you're wrong, you're wrong. You could be my friend, but heifer, if you're wrong, I'm not going to tell you you're right. Fuck about us being friends, excuse my language, but it's called a spade a spade. If it was a situation where somebody told you, okay, this guy I used to date and he used to be, um, and uh, we used to be together and he was going to propose to me and he had a ring and everything. Why is it that somebody who you claim was there don't even remember what the hell you're talking about? And this situation, the breakup happened before the person even started working there. So how the hell could she know what you're talking about if she wasn't even working with y'all at the time of the breakup? So she tried to catch Audra. I think that girl's name, Audra, and some. So the Audra said, "Listen, um, no offense to you or anything, but you're not really being 100% truthful here because I didn't have no recollection. I didn't even know you then." She gonna talk about, "Oh, oh, that's not true." You know, I'm like, "Are you just delusional? Like you're not even hearing what people are saying?" I'm like, girl, come on now. You're doing too much. Like you living in your own fairy tale. Even the old man that she dated even said he never proposed to her. It wasn't even like that. Because she got beef with this other girl named, um, is it Erin or Emma? I think it's Emma. And they they called in Emma and Christine and her got beef. Apparently Christine caught the, the ex-boyfriend that she used to be with, um, with Emma. And then all of a sudden it became like, oh, uh, Emma says that she she cut her car off, blocked her from moving, and then she started banging on her window and scaring the, the hell out of her. But the way how Christine says it and tells it, like, she never said anything to her and she just did this and did that. I'm like, sis, I don't understand how you got a... a one story is saying you never engaged in her in any type of like aggressive manner but this girl clearly remembers you banging on her window and complain and yelling at the guy to get out because he was over there with her like th- like that doesn't make any sense so you're saying that this girl created a whole scene just out of her head so i just think that either she just don't remember these things or she's just like trying to not cop to anything so for me for me to hear somebody say oh they're just jealous i'm like what the hell do they have to be jealous of these women make their own money they don't have to work with her what is it to be jealous of i mean yes i could be miserable or miserable you know what too but that don't mean that i have to have you telling me that or oh, where that they're just jealous you wasn't even there from the beginning when they first started he came in like at what season two if i'm not mistaken and even then she didn't even tell anybody she went on vacation and came back with a whole marriage or a whole a whole engagement she didn't tell mary and mary was supposed to be her best friend right but because mary decided that she was gonna give Rochelle a chance and everything she didn't like that so then now she started to feel betrayed and then she said another reason why she don't she don't mess with Mary anymore because Mary um wasn't there for her when um when the guy when her ex-boyfriend had broke up with her and this that and the third. And she was like, 
Mary is sitting here like, what are you talking about? Like, I was there for you. And on top of it, you weren't really dating him at the time. So if Mary and, and this other girl can pretty much contradict two people, three people all together could contradict your story who were there around the time when you dated this dude. What are we talking about? So it just kind of comes off like she's kind of crazy. And, and I hate to, to make light of things like this because some people create their own narrative to the point where they actually start believing their lies. And when you bust them on it, it's like they legit don't see that they're lying and what they're saying is false. So you have to try to, I wouldn't say convince them, but show them ways of where where their point is not true. So I don't know. I, I feel like the way how the show ended, I feel like I don't know if any of the relationships where Christine is going to be repaired um, aside from maybe Vanessa, but you know, Vanessa's very kind-hearted and and she's been through a lot too. But I honestly don't know if any of the relationships with Christine is gonna be repaired. I honestly don't think Chrishell will have anything to do with her, just for the simple fact that Chrishell's been burned by her so many times, like involving like you know everything is it, just it's just too much so i think with that i'm gonna leave that leave that for you know another time but i am curious about what's gonna happen in season five because season five a little a little stuff heats up there's a little offers romance that happens and unfortunately in real life the the romance um ended about a couple of months ago but everybody's on good terms from the sounds of it and i hope that you know season five come with all the nice fabulous houses and for once could somebody actually show them breaking the deal with the houses and stuff because i want to i like seeing them ring the bell and everything but i want to see like the like the goings on the meat and potatoes of them selling the house and they going into escrow and all the other stuff like i want to see all of that like it's nice to tell me that Mary sold the house for like, you know, 6.5 million and her commission is like, the possible commission for that is like 100K or $96,000 or whatever have you. But keep in mind, you still gotta sort of, you know, show what it takes to get into the business a little bit. At least that's from my, my, my standpoint. All right, so that was my take on um, Selling Sunset. And now we're gonna go cross country to Selling Tampa. So Selling Tampa is a black owned business run by a successful woman of color. This is a real estate firm called Allure Realty set in Tampa, another nice sunny spot. Um, It's, I like it because this is their first season and it has a lot of women of color on the show and not to say anything negative about selling sunset but the only person that they have the only two people that they have of like considered to be a minority and i don't even like using that word so much is vanessa and amanza they're latina but where we have um selling tampa our our the firm is i said our like i like i work there (laughs) their firm is run by women of color and 
all her staff are women of color. So it's so good to see like, you know, representation um, in a business and like that. And she herself said that when you have a business like that, it's really hard that people doubt you. And it's, you know, it can be quite difficult because she said that people didn't even think that she was gonna make it. So, you know, they wanted to see her fail. And that's that's really like jacked up because you know, anytime that there's a black business owner, especially a black woman, a woman of color, period, it's like people want to see them fail. You know, they can't succeed. You know, and what is what is considered considered to be a predominantly white um, business. So Allure is run by Cheryl. Um, Rosado. She's a former um, army military. So um, she has that that strict like she expects things to be a certain type of way. And she has all of these nice girls that work for her. And yes, there could be there was a little drama going on in the show. Um, you know, uh, Sherelle has like a second in command and <laughs> her se- her second command is Joanna, so they used to call her call the two of them um, Jarrell, <laughs> which is funny um, because they said that that Joanna kind of micromanages everything, and a lot of the ladies don't like that and they don't respect it. So some of them who started off um, with her um, with Sherelle would have preferred to be in that role. Like I know there was one moment where Colony um, had came to Sherelle and she was like, yo, I know you you got uh, Joanna doing, um, you know, a lot of the office stuff, but I was here in the beginning when you first started Allure, you know, can I get in on that? I mean, not saying to get for her to give up her spot, but can we share the responsibilities? And unfortunately, much to um colonies you know dismay that didn't happen so joanna became um pretty much the high second in the command or whatever and now that sherelle's situation is because of change because she's now pregnant i don't know if she had the baby yet but she became pregnant and by the way i just had to point out she's dating chad ochocinco Johnson. So we just put that out there. Um, just so anyone knows, don't know who um she's with. But so she's currently pregnant. So then the show left off of whether or not she was going to live in Miami with Chad and um give up maybe um Allure in Tampa or maybe even open up the possibility of her opening up another spot in Miami. So she was still kind of on the bubble as to what she was planning on doing um with the firm but she wanted to keep um you know those people uh keep the ladies um working so that's pretty much um where Sherelle is at right now but then you have um some other girls that work that work with her like Rena who used to live next door to Sherelle they were like neighbors and basically Rena was thinking about opening up her own brokerage firm because she felt that 
you know, I think it has something to do with the picture that she was not featured in um, to represent the firm that she was one of the, um, the, the agents. So everything from that moment when they went to show, show the house and she realized that she wasn't featured on the picture, everything kind of changed. And I think she felt like she wasn't um, seen as, as valued. Um, a valued person to work under Sherelle. So she was kind of entertaining, well, not kind of, she was entertaining the idea of opening her own brokerage firm. I personally don't know if she has yet. Um, I'll probably look into it once I'm done um, with this episode to find out. Cause I know they, they showed that she was looking at a space, an office space, and she was trying to like negotiate. Um, but that was as far as they they took it where she kind of sort of tried to kind of recruit the younger girls like colony and um and and and, and sophie so it was kind of like well these are the younger top agents that sherelle has and even having this conversation with them kind of seems like you're trying to poach them away from Sherelle which is kind of a bad move in my opinion I mean I understood where she was coming from but at the same time I was like sis come on like you could have went to anybody else and asked them that who weren't affiliated with Sherelle you know but the fact that you did it kind of put a, a, t- a bad taste in Colony's mouth but and Sophie pretty much I'm gonna just call her Ann but Ann seemed like she was entertaining the idea a bit um and Colony didn't like that because she was like, you know, why you didn't say anything all of a sudden now that because Rena put this idea out now, now you thinking about leaving the Lord, like really? So I think that was the issue. Like, I think that that was kind of a, uh, kind of like a bad move on Rena's part, but I kind of understood where she was coming from. Like it, like a what if, but even the fact that you're putting that type of energy out there suggests that you're trying to poach you know, this girl's agents away from her, which is bad move, in my opinion. And 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 not really good business-wise. Okay, because you don't want to start off with like a bad, you know, on a bad note, you know? So there was that. And there was some other drama too between um, Alexis, this other um, lady named Alexis and Tennille. So... <laughs> Alexis was supposed to show a house to a potential buyer on Tennille's behalf because Tennille was going on vacation. And this girl goes and she fumbles the whole thing. She don't know anything about the house. How many, how much was the, the property tax? How much, like, even, like, even her whole presentation sounded like she wasn't prepared. So unfortunately, at the end of the um, the season, um, Sherelle had made a decision to let her go, and it didn't sit well with Alexis because Alexis felt like she was abandoned. And I'm like, well, sis, you had opportunity. You could have stepped up to the plate, and you kind of let this girl down. Like you not only let you know to kneel down but you also let your boss down because this girl asked you to do something and you could have even like found out how much the square foot how many now here's the thing if a client is going to ask you how many bathrooms and how many um bedrooms 
this the house has and you can't give them a definitive answer you're saying uh i think it's five or was it five bathrooms or five bedrooms like which one is it like you can't you have to to you know make up your you know you have to not make up figures but you have to know what the house is is a modern contemporary whatever um you know type of house it is it what has been replaced if it's new marvel marvel excuse me i got marvel in the brain if it's you know it has marble what kind of um you know style the house is even to the lighting what's been new what's been you know added what's been changed if there's a new if there's a new um addition to the to the house like if it's like a new room or a space that got closed off all of these things have to be be mentioned all these things have to be mentioned to the client to the buyer the potential buyer you can't just sit there and say um um i think it's this and i think it's that like like come on like those things like figures are very important is almost as just as important as showing the actual house itself and showing the client like it's all about presentation how you how you look how you speak how you carry yourself and you know you know for sure that this is how this house is something that you would consider buying if you had the opportunity and why this person will want this house like it's simple it's like simple 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 math but she couldn't even do that i think what happens that she got flustered and maybe you know she should st- take a step back and realize if this is what she really wants to do which is what sherelle said to her then when colony had celebrated her 30th birthday alexis showed up and then she saw my arm oh, i feel some type of way and i'm just like sis the best way you could have avoided this had you not been telling other people that you felt abandoned and then you go and you start saying like things like you know you're not even sure if you're going if, if she do hire you back but you have to prove to her why you want to come back you can't just say you know you're not even sure it's up to her it's up to Sherelle if she wants to hire you back on the show I mean on, at the office not on the show itself but on at the firm like you, you, she's putting her neck out for you at least that's what I think I mean, I don't know anything about like real real estate like that, but I'm pretty sure on, as a, on a boss level, if a boss comes to you and says to you, listen, you're effing up and I've given you chance after chance to try to prove yourself and you're not doing, you're not, your productivity is not flowing to the, to the standards of this job. They're going to have to let you go. It's only but so many times that a job is going to tell you the same thing. It's going to cut some slack to you you have to prove to yourself why you prove to them why you are a great asset to begin with and why you are supposed to work there not the other way around the boss ain't got shit to prove to you you gotta prove to them because she already got her money she already got herself established it's up to you to get yourself established and you set the bar high for everyone else that's coming behind you that's how it is that's just how life is you know whether or not you're working for yourself or you're working for somebody else that's just how it is but overall i think i like selling tampa a little bit more than i like selling sunset that's only because i like the fact that the girls aside from the 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 cattiness that's also on the show i like the fact that 
I like seeing like the women represented in a more of a positive, a more of a positive manner because the fact of the fact of the matter is like when you are running a business and especially a lot of times when you're a woman and you're running a business it's very hard to try to be in a field that is predominantly you know predominantly known for having men in it so I feel like it's very good to see that somebody like like me you know actually trying to make it and do good for herself and her the people that you know she brings on you know and also for her kids and for her her mom and her stepdad and 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 so on and so forth so i i I like seeing that but if you guys um really into watching you know of course they got the fashion because the girls always the girls on both shows dress fly just hot just nice um they never without they never look crazy <laughs> nobody in their, their lowest points they never really look all that crazy and if you want to watch that and you want to watch like these nice houses being sold and all that stuff if you like real estate or maybe even consider looking at you know real estate as an option for you maybe maybe not i don't know or you just want to Look at some nice, beautiful homes and, and, you know, just take the edge off and not think about anything. And after a, a long, hard day of work, you know, you can sit down, watch, watch the show with some popcorn and maybe some wine or whatever. And just have at it. Um, Selling Sunset and Tampa is both on Netflix. Selling Sunset has currently four seasons and about maybe five to maybe six episodes per I believe um per season um selling Tampa I think has a total of 10 episodes so they probably have a little bit more of an edge in terms of episode um episodes over selling sunset but just check it out um those new seasons are recently dropped within November and December I believe so check it out so this is me this is the samantha k experience and i'm signing off and before i sign off i just want to let you guys know that season two is going to be coming up very soon where we're going to cover this year's 2022 wwe world rumble you don't want to miss it that's going to be a lot a lot a lot of of stuff to cover um both good and definitely bad on the show so just look out for that season two is going to start very soon so just you know be mindful of that well this is me signing off take care and enjoy the rest of your evening bye